Well, hey, I'm glad you could join us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast, and we have got a really special episode planned for today. Mark and I are going to take a step into the background and let Bill and Denise run the show. How's that sound, Mark? Sounds good to me. You sound funny, Andrew. Why does this podcast sound different than normal podcasts? Well, <laughs> like many of our listeners, you and I are both under quarantine. Uh, maybe not quarantine, <laughs> but we're asked to stay home in the favor of social distancing so that we can reduce the spread of uh, coronavirus. And so that puts us another week of recording from home. <laughs> Well, it's nice to hear your voice, even though I can't be there with you. Yeah, it, we've definitely all had to make adjustments and be flexible. I'm just thankful for the technology that is available to us to make this possible. So, Mark, you're from the afternoon show, typically, uh, yep. and I am the director of marketing at The Bridge. Bill and Denise, of course, are co-hosts on The Bridge Morning Show. Um, you know, they've done that for almost 30 years, not just with The Bridge, but they've worked together for 30 years on the air. They actually started the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave all millennial jokes at the door. I'm not even going <laughs> to. But I mean, that's a long time to spend with somebody, you know, and you'd think that you would really get to know your coworker, the person on the other side of the table from you. Come to find out, it's more difficult than you think to get to know someone deeply. Yeah, I'm excited to hear their story. Well, I am too. But before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that our sponsor of the Bridge Podcast is Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. Now, of course, we're all still on quarantine. But as soon as we break out of here, I want to meet everybody at the Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria Restaurant. They have Victorian Elegance by the Sea right there in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. They're open year-round for fine dining they have accommodations that overlook the Atlantic Ocean. You can get all the details at BoardWalkPlaza.com. Well, Denise, you and I have worked together on the radio for, what, 30 years now? Yeah, almost. <laughs> and I don't know that I've ever heard your uh, your full testimony. Hmm. And um, so I'm kind of looking forward to hearing your story. So tell us, and I may jump in now and then ask a question. Okay. Tell us your story. You know, my faith journey really begins uh, the, from the moment I was born because my parents were both believers, took me to church from the time I was just a baby. And uh, I, I think every time the doors were open, we were there. Uh, so I really grew up in church, which gave me an amazing foundation in the Word of God. I can remember being in a little Sunday school classroom in Milford, Delaware. Uh, and a Sunday school teacher uh, asked me, asked the entire group of us, there were probably about a dozen of us, little kids in there, five years old, have you given your heart to Jesus and asked him to be your savior? And we all said the prayer together. And I can remember, I remember telling my mom after church uh, that I had given my heart to Jesus. And um, so my decision to follow Christ what came at a very young age. Uh, and then as I got older, I really, uh, my love had always been music. And so I wanted to find a way that I could tie in that music with, uh, with my relationship with Jesus. And so as I began to sing a lot, I made the decision early on that I was going to sing Christian music. Of course, Amy Grant was like, the that was a big deal. Sandy Patty, 
you know, Evie. And so I, I had some uh, great matriarchs <laughs> to look at. Um, and so early on, yeah, I decided that that was the direction I was going to go. Uh, I can remember my mom telling me she was a little worried if I, I know she was thrilled that I wanted to pursue some kind of career in ministry, but I think it worried her because she said every person that she'd ever known that had been involved in ministry had been hurt. Hmm. And so she said, I, I really kind of stood back. She's, she is, a, my mom is such an incredible prayer warrior and uh, her mom was as well. And I admired that and wanted to, to be just like them. And so she really taught me a lot about prayer and that ministry. Um, I just wanted to pursue it. And I started uh, lessons with a vocal teacher up at the University of Delaware. I was still a student in, um, I was still a high school student, senior that year. And I remember just as clear as day, the day that my profession of faith kind of thwarted a direction, a potential direction for a career because this professor said, well, what do you want to do with your talent? And I said, well, I want to be a singer. I want to sing for the Lord. And he goes, what? I said, I want to, I want to sing for Jesus. And that was the last voice lesson I ever had with him. Really? He told me it was a waste of time and no, talent. No kidding. And so uh, I had a, you know, it was no decision for me because I already knew that that was the direction that I felt like God was calling me. And that probably was the catalyst for me really making him my Lord. Because, you know, when you're little, if you give your heart to Jesus, you really just kind of know, you know, it's like an abstract mm -hmm. thing in your faith, I want to say. But, wow, when you become... Um, when you come to a crossroads yeah. and and somebody questions what you're going to do uh, with your life and you say, I'm, I'm going to serve the Lord. Uh, I really dug my feet in at that point and kind of that that changed the trajectory, I think. So so like making my, that stand, you feel like deep into your faith. It did. Yeah. And I um, I love God's word. Uh, and it's funny because I go back to that being in church every time the doors were open. Man, we did Bible drills when we were in um, in Sunday school. You know, they would call out a verse and everybody had to flip through their Bibles and find it. And whoever got to it the first got a little prize. But you also got to read the Bible. And I had teachers who said, memorize these scriptures and you'll win something. And, you know, bribery counts for something because, <laughs> in uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I learned a lot of scripture when I was young and I really hold that up against to, um, some, sometimes in life you, we all hit potholes, you know? And so there are times where you, your decision really, the rubber meets the road. You're going to say, I, yes, I am still, I am following Jesus. Mm -hmm. I am all in. And do you find that scripture comes back to you that, that you remembered when you were little? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because I could say like at this moment, I'm thinking, okay, some of my favorite scriptures and, uh, I, I might 
be able to pick two or three, but then it's, it's funny that when you're in a situation and someone's sharing with you and you're praying with them, how the Holy Spirit recalls the word. I mean, it's active and alive and it's so powerful. So I'm grateful for that. Um, and wow, just serving the Lord along the way. I, I look back over their times where I thought, God, where are you? in my life. And the cool thing is when you look back, you realize he was there along. Um, he's guiding our footsteps. And, um, so I, I just love that the Lord is a personal Lord and savior that we can, we can cling to him in times of, uh, of a lot (laughs) and times with a little, he is faithful always, even when we are faithless because he can't deny himself that God is faithful in our lives. I think it's interesting that the preparation that you went through in your life, really not knowing where, where it was going to be used, but memorizing all the scripture, growing up in church, having a prayer warrior mom, taking the Mm. vocal lessons. You did a career professional singer for a number of years, but you've spent the last 30, um, playing (laughs) music and sharing the word. It's crazy. I really believed that I was going to uh, be on stage uh, singing, sharing Jesus. That was really in concerts. That was my favorite part is I love to sing, but it was a vehicle to help just encourage people. That was really a passion for me. And when radio, the door of radio opened up, which you had a very crucial part in, Bill, <laughs> uh, I can remember the day I called my dad and said, I'm, I'm going to be on the, on the radio, dad. He, he said, what? <laughs> and so I'm telling him about it. He said, he paused for a second and then I've never forgotten this. He said, I cannot believe you found somebody to pay you to talk. <laughs> So God bless him and my mom for listening to me uh. just practice all those years growing up. <laughs> but the creative communication is uh, is really the passion. And so it's so amazing how God will um, take that. And we could focus and think that we're going to go in one direction. But wow, if we'll stay open to the Lord, he can do so much more than we could ever expect or imagine. Well, be sure to download the Bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend, provide feedback, and suggest show topics when you email podcast at 887thebridge.com. You can get complete show notes on our website at 887thebridge.com.